All right, so very quick late night edition of the podcast is match day 10 of Euro 2020 with our coverage. I almost didn't do this episode because it's late at night on Father's Day and I was busy celebrating with my family all day, but I was able to come up with this late in night edition of the podcast. I'm going to go through things rather quickly, just give you the basic rundown of where things ended up in terms of Euro Group A, where things ended for those teams, and who is moving on. So, Italy wins their game 1-0 off of a goal in the 39th minute from Matteo Piscina, a beautiful crossed ball in from Marco Verratti, and Piscina just gets a foot on it, deflects it into the back of the net. That's where everything finishes, 1-1. A little bit more involved was the next game, Switzerland versus Turkey. Six minutes in, Seferovic gets a pass from Zuber. He turns, he shoots it at the top of the box after a little bit of hesitation, gets it in. Harris Seferovic makes it 1-0 for Switzerland in the sixth minute. In the 26th minute, a great goal from former Bayern Munich player Jardin Shakiri. He gets a pass at the top of the box again from Zuber. He takes a great curled strike into the top right corner to make it two to nothing. 62nd minute, we get the first goal of the entire tournament from Turkey. A great long-range strike from Irfan Kaveci, assisted by Hakan Chalhanoglu to make it one to make it two to one in favor of Switzerland, but only six minutes later, uh, Stephen Zuber gets his assist hat trick. A great, beautiful, long, curling through ball into the box, finding an on-running Jadon Shakiri again. He takes a shot one time to make things 3-1, to one, and that is where everything ended. So, end of the tournament for Group A. Italy and Wales are through. Wales and Switzerland both tied with four points, but Wales goes through on goal difference with plus one for Wales and minus one for Switzerland. That Switzerland result will throw a lot of things into chaos throughout this entire tournament because scrolling down right now, we see a number of third place teams that have three points or one point or two points in the case of Spain. So if we consider that there are teams that could come out uh, in the next couple of days and get wins or draws that are in third place, that might shuffle the rest of the order further down. We see teams like Poland on one point and in fourth place, Scotland on one point and in fourth place, same with Hungary. It's going to be tough for a lot of those teams to be able to make up those differences and be able to find a way to stay competitive and get one of those coveted four best third place team slots that will send some teams through. Now, let's look ahead to tomorrow. We get the final matches in Group C and in Group B. Group C goes first. North Macedonia versus the Netherlands at the Johan Cruyff Arena in Amsterdam. 
followed up by Ukraine versus Austria in the Arena Nazionale in Bucharest, Romania. Then we cut to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Russia versus Denmark at the Teleparken in Copenhagen. Uh, Christian Eriksen is out of the hospital. It will remain to be seen whether or not he might be able to be in the stadium for that game. It was reported earlier this week that uh, Eriksen was able to stop at training and give some thoughts to his teammates. So we are glad to see that he has fully not exactly recovered, but he has got to the point where he is out of the hospital. And then the other game in Group B, Finland hosting Belgium at the Krastovsky Stadium in St. Petersburg, Russia. Looking at the tables and seeing where everything will end up, let's start with Group C because they're the first team playing. The Netherlands are top the group with six points. Ukraine are second Tied with Austria in terms of points and on goal difference, but ahead because they have scored four goals. So the fact that they have scored four and given up four compared to the three scored and three given up for Austria means that Ukraine are currently ahead. They play each other in this final game, it will be interesting to watch. For Austria, in order to automatically qualify, they need a win. They absolutely need a win in order to get through. They will go through in terms of points. A draw will not be enough for this Austria team, because if it is a 1-1 draw, for example, that means Austria has four goals, four given up. Ukraine has five goals, five given up, which would put Ukraine through in second place. North Macedonia needs a lot of things to break their way. They need to score four goals. They need to hope that Ukraine versus Austria results in a loss for one of those teams, and even then it is really only for North Macedonia to be able to get in as one of those third-place slots. And of course, they are playing the Netherlands, so it will be very tough for them to even overcome the the odds of playing the Dutch in Amsterdam. So, Next uh, group, Group B, Denmark sit dead last. They play Russia. It will take a lot for them in order to go through and go up. Finland, for some reason, are in third place on three points, even though Russia are also on three points, but they have a negative two goal difference. I don't exactly know how that works. It, it might be because Russia just beat Finland, but if Finland still has... I'm, I'm sounding this out while you guys are listening to this. I don't exactly know how Finland are behind on this. This doesn't make sense. It defines that it defies all of what we expect in terms of group stages and in terms of the rules being set down for uh, group stages and for tiebreakers. So while I am just talking right now, I am scrolling through an article on the Washington Post. Um, 
Apparently, according to UEFA, it is the greatest number of points accrued in the matches between the tied teams is the first uh, tiebreaker, followed by goal difference in matches played, followed by goals scored in matches played. So, goal difference in the matches played between the tied teams and goals scored in... Sorry, allow me to rephrase that. Allow me to clean that up. According to tiebreaker rules from UEFA, uh, the first tiebreaker is the number of points accrued in the matches between the tied teams. So, let's reference that back to what we were talking about earlier in terms of the table, right? That is the reason why Ukraine are ahead of Austria right now, because they have not played each other. If they drew, then I imagine that things would go in the way of Ukraine because they have scored more goals. In terms of Russia versus Finland, why Russia is ahead of Finland, despite the fact that Russia has a worse goal difference, is because Russia got their one win of the tournament so far against the Finns. So Finland needs a great result against Belgium. Uh, Whether or not they will be able to do that is going to be tough. This Belgium team has only allowed one goal while scoring five after a fantastic performance against the Danish. So we will have to wait and see tomorrow to see how everything breaks out. With that, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you all for listening. We will try to put out an episode earlier tomorrow than what we did today. So thank you all for listening again. We will see you all later. Hope you all had a great Father's Day. We'll uh, enjoy the football tomorrow. Have a good one.